And now for something completely different, LeaveTheBottlePodcast.com presents episode 25 and a half. This is where Andy and Jim get to talk about sports, which I don't care anything about. But we begin with a brief, to-be-continued discussion of a couple of TV shows that Jim and I are watching. One is called Tyrant, and one is called Extant. You may have heard of either one of them. If you're here for the sports talk, it's probably going to start around the 13-minute mark. Enjoy! I wanted to run a quick couple of TV things. I wanted to run a quick... uh Quick review of some of these TV things that we've been uh, we've been arguing about back and forth. Um, the first one being Tyrant, I guess we should do a real quick thing on that. Have you you've watched the first two or what? Just the first one for uh, for me? Yeah, or for Andy? You, for me? Uh, no, Andy watched, doesn't watch TV much, so he'll he'll uh, he'll jump in if he's seen any shows we mentioned. Okay. I have watched the first one and a half. You I got, watched the first one and a half. And I was very ambivalent on the first one, uh, and the second one was just to me was just it was get devolving even more for me, and so I didn't watch it. I you know what you wrote to me yesterday was like okay, well maybe I will try another one. I recommend uh, you do, but be- before we even go further, we should just say what this is about. So it's by the someone who has something to do with Homeland. So it's got really high quality people behind it. Homeland um, twenty four. Yep. The and twenty four. So it's like high energy. Blah blah blah. It has a couple of disadvantages in that the acting is a little stiff, and part of that, I think, by the way, is that most of the Middle Eastern characters have very strong accents, and I don't know whether they're real accents, because they could just as easily be Israelis and Arabs. They they hired real Israeli and and Arab actors. But some of them are even a little, almost to the point of being hard to understand. But the point is that also gives a tone, and that's great, so it's a plus. Um, the first episode was was horrendous in several ways because it was like real painful and really monotonic. But I think that was to give you the, um, I think that was to give you the tone of what the, what the country was like. Uh, but the other thing is, and you have to suspend your disbelief, here's a guy who left home 20 years before, I think. He's married to a blonde Californian. He lives in California. They're both doctors. They have a practice, and they have two kids, two teenagers, of course, because right. you have, don't have any drama if they're too young, and if they're too old, they're not living with them. Uh, and we have um, what might, in these, this day and age, be called the obligatory gay son, Yes. And um, which is a good idea, actually, because of how that's treated in Arabic countries. So that's important. That's well, a very important. Does, yes. No, but I mean, it's not just a throw in token. It's very important. So there's a lot of complexity. However, you've watched I've watched three. So you watched one and a half. I want to ask you if you could see the obvious thing, which is that the guy's was came for his father's. Uh, he came to see him. His father died, stays for the funeral. Uh, at the end of episode two, he calls his brother up and says, I'm going to hang around for a little while. Do you mind? By episode three, you can guess what's going to happen, which yeah. is... He minds. No, uh, opposite. Aha, see? Yeah, there is a surprise uh-huh. here. No, the in the third episode, and I'm going to try to do this without spoilers, I guess. In the third episode, something changes to the point where it looks like now the American family, all four, are going to stay for a lot longer. So, and in the meantime, well, the uh, kids love the perks. That was well. The, the kids love the, the perks. gay son has a boyfriend already, right? Right. 
And you know that sooner or later that's going to be a huge, huge, huge problem, right? Because they generally hang people or put them in jail or torture them in those countries. On the other hand, he's hanging with the main family dude, so it's maybe going to be okay. I don't know. But that's certainly a good source of uh, of drama there. Um, So I don't want to talk too much about it because I'd have to give the spoilers, but I do highly recommend you watch number three. I definitely can't wait to see number four. My wife is also, and she's a tough critic, and she's... um, She's kind of into it. It's not your escapist TV, that's for sure. It's a very hard world that they live in. Um, it's not Homeland either. For some reason, you you couldn't expect it to be. It's from a totally different point of view. I'm not worried about polit- political correctness for the moment. I mean, there's already, obviously already a whole bunch of people complaining about various things, about the Arabic this well, and Israeli. Uh, well, also because they're, they, they, the main character is not Arabic. He's an American, he's a American Anglo. And there was, a, a, there was more than a few people who took exception to having the lead character in a role about uh, an Arabic family. He should have been, Arabic. I agree. And, that and I agree. He, besides the fact that he's a horrible actor. He's not he's very good. Freaking terrible. That's unfortunate. I agree with you there. Uh, but they should have hired, a, they should have hired an Arabic actor for that role. Yeah. Uh, one thing I did. He could have been Americanized he, Arabic actor, but still. Yeah, absolutely. But he still should have been an Arabic actor, and that, because Hollywood already is infamous for many, many years yeah. of you know of you know the old Indian movies of using you know, Johnny Depp. Not, <laughs> not yeah, exactly. Not using uh, the white Amos and Andy. You know, but, uh, Amos and Andy on the radio were white. You know that, right? Yes, well, maybe you don't even remember. We, you're not old enough to remember Amos and Andy. Oh, I listen to them because I listen to the old radio shows on right. the internet. Um, but I was I look here now, Kingfish. I think the biggest thing that I was disappointed so far yeah. in it is because of the pedigree of the creators. Because one of my favorite shows in many years, it's on Hulu and other places. It's called Prisoners of War. It's been two seasons so far. It's an Israeli, the Israeli mm-hmm. creator of it. It's filmed. It's in his. It's in Hebrew with subtitles, and it's about uh, a group, uh, several Israeli soldiers who were abducted years earlier and kept for many years um, somewhere in Syria and have been returned now. But you know, are they good? Are they now? Have they been turned? So far, then it's a. It's mostly a psychological mm-hmm, drama. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely brilliant, and they created Homeland based on prisoners of right. war. So knowing how much I love Prisoners of War, I really think it's one of the best TV shows. If you don't mind subtitles, it's just brilliant. So I came into Tyrant with, okay, Prisoners of War, Homeland, 24. And I just found it so far to be really soap opera-y with, oh, you know, I, I knew already that the lead character and, and his brother's wife obviously had something together 20 years earlier, which is identified in episode two. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, really? That, I think that was what really put me over the edge of, I don't feel like watching this. It's like, it's that's pretty banal stuff. Opera. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. Opera. Sure. And, and that's, that's how I felt about it. But I will going on to a different show. I watched, uh, how do you pronounce it? Extent? Oh, ex- I think it's Extant, but I don't know. Extant, Extant which is a very odd name for a show. I watched it last night specifically because we were doing this this morning. Mm-hmm. I was going to be watching it, but I, I flipped that from the bridge and watched it last night. 
And I got to say, Cindy is like your wife. Cindy's a very tough critic. And she, before the show, I kind of told her what it was about a little bit. You know, she's been in space for 13 months by herself, but she's pregnant. And Cindy doesn't like like aliens kind of stuff where, you know, things are coming out of the belly and all that. So she was not really up for watching it, but she did. And we actually, we enjoyed it. It had, I think it has promise. I don't think it's great. Yeah. I don't even, I'm not even sure if it's very good, but it has some, uh, has some promise to it. It has some, it's worth continuing on the journey for, for yeah. now on. That. And, uh, I think there's, it's a, it's a mini series of 13, as far as I know. They yeah. probably wouldn't do, you know, Halle Berry's probably not going to do a thing season after season. So it's a limited edition thing. Um, I think I'm not that familiar with her work. I know she played the Catwoman or something at some point. She was in some Batman thing, but I mean, she won, won an Academy what, Award for that for, though, or was for, it no, for, no, for Monsters Ball. Okay, but she's been in a lot of serious stuff, and she's been in yes. some lightweight yep. stuff like. Yep. So, um, I, though I'm not familiar with her work, I thought that her acting in particular was excellent. In that, you know, in that context, I thought she did a really good job. She was believable in everything she did. Now, the script, on the other hand, had a few really silly things. But, I mean, I, you can yes. see why they have to do it that way. In other words, yeah. the doctor going, yeah, I'm your friend. You know, they're in the Department of Defense, some kind of major, major anal retentive uh, organization. Friend or no friend, you're not going like, to withhold the report. I mean, that's there's a lot of silliness like that. Right. That, I, that's why. I, that's why I've tempered it with right yeah, now. It's, with, it's I'm not sure it's even very good, but it's worth. The casting is pretty good I'll though, uh, and you got the guy from uh, oh, what's the name of the series with the horrible disease that everybody gets. I've already forgotten that one. It's another one word name, weird name. Helix, Helix, right? The I've heard of it the station. No you don't know Helix with the no. station that's up I've, in the I've Antarctica. Heard of it. I'm not a. Okay. You know what? First, funny. Well, I a, like some sci-fi, but I'm, well, this I'm, isn't I'm, so I'm much sci-fi of, as as just being stuck well, someplace. Channel, it? it is, but it's with a lot of uh, really good. The acting and it's really good. But anyway, the, it's the Japanese doctor from Helix is the Japanese. In, I guess yeah, he's an industrial or industrialist or something. And that entire concept was super realistic. I mean, I think that's just exactly the kind of shit that happens in life. So uh, he had a meet the husband. You know, he had a meeting with somebody who says, "Look, I can't, I can't do this." Blah blah blah. But then he says, "But you, you know, with your push, this all this little power right. trips that are going on. That's good." The the business of the guy she sees and that she's seeing dead people. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to see how that plays out. That's because it's so ambiguous. It's hard to see say what they're trying to do there. Speaking of sci-fi, yeah, I was burned up yesterday when, uh, and I don't normally give a crap in the world about uh, award shows. I don't care about the Emmys normally, the Grammys, the Oscars, all this, all that. There's an award show. Well, the Emmy announcements were made oh. yesterday, and normally I don't care at all, except for this time I cared because Tatiana Maslany was not even nominated. Not even not last year she lost to Robin Wright Penn for House of Cards for Best Actress in a Drama, mm -hmm. which I thought was a travesty. As much as I like Robin Wright and and I loved House of Cards, what show is she in? Tatiana Orphan Black. Oh, right. Okay. Black, which is absolutely brilliant. And she plays a series of clones. She plays like nine different characters. Yeah, in yeah. It, and she is absolutely brilliant. She's a young lady who is just a dynamite, dynamite, dynamite actress. She's got, she's and British, she right? She's she, no, she actually, one of the characters in it is British. Another one is Ukrainian. 
all these. Oh, she's not British. No, she's a Canadian. But this it's actually a Canadian show. Oh, is it? But everybody has a British accent in it, no? Or am I crazy? Because some of the people do. Because some of them came over from England. Okay. Uh, because they they came over because of the Clone Project. So some of them are British. Is that Sci-Fi but, Channel? No, that's on uh, BBC America. Oh, of course, it's uh, so, so it's BBC British. <laughs> well, but it's, it's Canadian. Canada. It's based Canadian. In, yeah. This, this uh, CBC uh, or CTV. Uh huh. And BBC co-produce it, but she is absolutely. I think I find her acting in it to be the best acting I've seen in ten years. Not just because she's doing different characters, yeah. but the, the the little nuance of each character is just incredible. And to not even be nominated, and yet Kate Mara was nominated for a House of Cards. She was in the first episode of season two, and for like fourteen, literally about fourteen minutes, and then was killed. Oh, she's the yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, she was the one of the stars of season one, right? And then it progressed, and it's like that's weird. Was, it's like she's nominated, and so I just, I just, I had to be in my bonnet. Why all would day she yesterday. be? Yeah, why would she be nominated for that because little tiny? She's a, she's a bigger name, House of Cards. Oh is yeah, big. but still. Uh, she or, wasn't you know, nominated last year. Why would she be nominated this year for 20 minutes? Now, do you watch Orange Is the New Black? I do. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm only halfway through. I'm I'm doling us out one a week, <laughs> once a week. Like tonight, we'll be watching Orange Is the New Black because there's things I've binged watched, but there's other things I haven't. And so for this one, it's like so it's one a week. So we're up to like the fifth one now. But now, Andy, how do you how do you watch sports or anything on TV? Never. Just, I don't like sports at all. Don't. No, I was for Andy. Oh, Andy, Andy doesn't. Oh, yeah, I, I watch uh, quite yeah. a lot of sport on TV. In fact, I'm far more likely to watch sport on TV than most other things. <laughs> Now, are you watching the World Cup? Oh yes, oh very much so. And I shall I shall be uh, watching both the third fourth playoff, which is a pointless game, and uh, the, the the final on on Sunday, and uh, thoroughly enjoying it. I hope it all depends on the quality of the game, of course. But uh, I shall be watching it nonetheless. And for an indication, my wife is is very much into um, my local soccer club, same as I am, although she doesn't go anymore. Um, but this evening, they're playing a pre-season friendly in Denmark. And for some reason, it's streamed on onto the net. So uh, she will be watching that for about half now, past five this evening. Which club? Oh, it's my local football club. So it's, in this case, it's uh, AFC Bournemouth. Okay. So. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Liverpool supporter. As a matter of fact, I have uh, tickets to a friendly... Um... Two weeks from now at Fenway Park in Boston, they're playing AS Roma. Uh, I'm still thinking about going. The week later, they're playing Man City uh, at Yankee Stadium. Uh, I, I, I still may go to that, but we'll see. So who's going to win Sunday? That's a good question. I, I suspect Argentina might win, but I actually want Germany to win. Me too. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things. I think they, they've been the most consistent throughout and uh, probably deserve to win because of that. But they, they've got to turn up and produce the goods. So uh, let's let's see what happens. I was disappointed, frankly, the other day in the Argentina game because I felt like they were all just playing for the penalty. I felt like I felt like it was a really lackluster 120 minutes uh, to get. I don't know if it was because nobody wanted to make a mistake, so they were all both teams being very tentative. Uh, but it wasn't very engaging football. Let's put it that way. I didn't find it. It, it always surprises me that you, you can get these uh, these knockout games. So that so it's a one-off game where both sides seem to be risk averse. 
Right. Um, and it just, it's not, it stops being entertainment. It's, it, it becomes a tactical battle. Yes. I and mean, if you don't understand the tactics, you've got no chance. Well, uh, after the Brazil game the other day, I, mean, I don't know if you can even call it a match because it was such a, it was just a massacre. I was just uh, sitting there watching in stunned silence, really, after a while. I couldn't believe, nobody could believe what we were witnessing. Um, afterwards, the internet, just it was like everybody took out their pitchforks and torches <laughs> <laughs> and had a really, really good time mocking the Brazilian reaction. I'm not sure that it was necessarily fair, um, but it, I, I found most of it to be pretty amusing. A lot of the the memes and things like that. It's it's I think it's to be honest, that's one of the attractiveness of, of sport. Um, is that you can be unfair to the opposition. Um, it's it's one of the, the the things in life that you can actually do, where you can behave unreasonably, and it's expected by both sides. Right. So, you know, and, and it, it, if the boot was on the other foot, you'd be the ones getting it. So and everybody accepts that. So, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, the, there's like all these pages now that are devoted to showing Brazil fans just in absolute agony. I mean, you would have thought, you know, their whole families were massacred or something with uh, the reactions. And in America, I mean, we, you know, we take sport way too serious most of the time. You know, it, it does get very ridiculous. But I don't know that I've ever seen in America any kind of even close to a reaction that I saw after the Brazil game from the Brazil fans, not just in the stadium, but then when they were showing the pictures like down on Copacabana Beach of them watching outside and in bars and things like that. Just there was an anguish, an absolute anguish that was it was like watching the people in Dallas after Kennedy was shot or something. And I'm, I'm afraid I missed most of that. I, it was midnight over here when, when the, by the time the sort of game had finished and, and uh, the program had finished, and uh, it was it was very much bedtime. So I, I missed all the the immediate reaction. But that would have been interesting to see. Um, I mean, we we get it down um, in in the UK quite a lot. Um, my wife, as a matter of interest, her second club is Liverpool, and we played right. well. We played Liverpool in the FA Cup last last season. Um, at home, um, we lost two nil, but uh, it was a very good game. Uh, it was it was one of those televised games that uh, was was really it was enjoyable to watch, even though we lost. It was the, the football was good. Um, we gave a good account of ourselves, and we were beaten by the better side. That's the way it should be. Um, so. I wish you luck. Uh, I hope you I hope you enjoy your your, uh, your preseason friendly because an awful lot of these really built up preseason friendlies aren't very good. No, I, I've debated whether uh, I'm still up in the air. I actually have tossed and turned on the Roma game at Fenway as far as whether to even just sell the tickets because well, number one, Suarez is no longer going to be with Liverpool. That goes without saying. But nobody of substance is really going to be playing. They might in the Man City game, but I don't know. But and Randy's over there saying, you know what? I fucking hate sports. Well, <laughs> yeah, but I don't mind when people talk about it, especially since I was able to go into the kitchen and see how my cooking's doing. <laughs> you had to have you had to have gotten a kick out of some of the Brazilian memes that have been coming out the last few days, showing these these suffering suffering fans. <laughs> No, you haven't seen any of those, Randy? I'm sorry, I'm distracted. There's a noise outside, and I don't know what it is. And I was thinking, I'm expecting somebody soon. Uh, I've seen some of those, but you know, it's only, unless it's very self-explanatory, I don't even know what, it, what they're talking about. Wow. There were a few, but there are stories out there. 
uh, on the internet that if you're not into it now the one of the, I saw something about Garth Brooks I have no idea what that is and there's this, there's a hashtag uh, I don't even know what that's about and people are making well, these huge well he canceled he's he's come out came out of retirement and he's doing a world tour and he's huge like he is in America and Ireland yeah and he canceled uh, one of the things that well, much I got. Well, they can't because what happened was there was some stadium. I guess it's in a neighborhood. It's a big, huge stadium. Andy and, and I were just talking about this, and they, they didn't get a permit, right? Well, they for three nights. The permit was for three nights, but they sold for five nights, and they couldn't make an agreement with the neighborhood. Um, so Garth Brooks said it's all or nothing. They sold like 500,000 tickets. Yeah. And he said either we're doing all five nights or we're not doing any. It's not fair to the people who bought tickets for the fourth and fifth yeah, nights. Like he cares. But, but well, the thing is, in the end, well, he's kind of a dick anyway. So yeah, right. But <laughs> anybody with know, a name like Garth, I'm, <laughs> just, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm sure they're. Yeah, lovely I'm not people. kidding. He's from Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> well, so is uh, Bill. No, Clinton was Arkansas. Sorry. No, well, it's the same thing. Arkansas, Oklahoma. Same thing. We'll, like, we'll piss off all the conservatives <laughs> today. Um, oh wow, I got to get going here. Yeah, I yeah. Got a suit to put on. I'm tempted to break this into two, by the way, and to have the TV and the sports and a second one. That might not, uh, that might not be a bad. Only idea. because it's so long, which is which is great. I would have talked about under the bridge since we're before we say goodbye. I would have talked about under uh, under, under the bridge, the dome. <laughs> under the dome, and the you bridge. You have to love that show because you won't stop watching it. Well, so I just, I hate watch it, as the guy said. But I wanted <laughs> I wanted to mention that. But I also wanted to talk to you, and I have not seen. Uh, season two of the bridge so i'll watch that between now and the next time we speak yeah um and uh, we'll make it happen okay i Absolutely. think following our conversation of yesterday randy you should be extolling the virtues of chef and british comedy exactly i'm going to do that too i so, loved vicious i don't care i know randy didn't care for vicious but i loved ian mcclellan and Derek jacoby they're brutal they're brutal i love them I, I don't know. know. Have you seen that, Andy? It's British. No, I haven't. No. Oh, okay. they're 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 two uh, a gay couple of fifty years, and they shred each other. It's just it's it's nasty. It's funny. I don't know. I, it, it brings up that juvenile boy thing. I guess maybe maybe. Although yeah, I mean it's 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 not bad. It's just in a certain context that that didn't interest me too much. But you have to get going. So we need to say that this is Leave the Bottle, a podcast that you can find all the information about on. Leave the bottle podcast.com. You can abbreviate that to get to the archives, ltb.re. That'll get you to the archives of Leave the Bottle, and you can watch all the, see what are, where all the recordings are. You can also look for it on SoundCloud or iTunes or Stitcher or any other podcatcher that you use on Pocket any Cast. platforms. Podcast is a good one. All right. And even the podcast app of, uh, because we're on iTunes, even the podcast app on iOS will do it. Or you can just check out Leave the Bottle on Google Plus and watch what happens there. And it's usually announced there. All righty. Well, thank you, Andy, for coming on. And we have to do this again. And Thanks for having me, guys. We will. We Sooner will. Sooner than later. Okay. I'm just trying to remember where the off button is now. <laughs> <laughs>